This is Lincoln's home for sports talk on the FM dial. Also online at theticketfm.com. On the internet. KNTK FM first. 93.7 The Ticket. This. Well, good morning, little brother. Is Early Break with Zip and Jay. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Weekday mornings from 6 to 8 on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. This is still uh, the Cars, Jay. It is? Curious. Yeah, who you think it is? REO Speedwagon. This is not REO <laughs> Speedwagon. This is the Journey. Spillover, but Yeah, well, you know, you got a few Caucasian bands you go to. Oh, and when you guess when, that, when you do karaoke. You you think, nobody, nobody karaoke is magic, do they? You ever seen that? Have you ever seen this song in karaoke before? Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. Maybe I should the try. Cars it out is next easy time, because Rick Ocasek is a talk singer. He, he yeah, don't he ha- really have to sing. Yeah. Let me think about what DP just well, said. Well, you, you, you like we like the cars. You always talk about Summer, since you're gone. <laughs> it turns me upside down. That is talking. You're yeah, right. It's not yeah. really singing. Yeah. Summer, summer, summer. Doesn't have much yeah. of a range, it's does a, it's he? The, it's yeah. the it's the hook that gets you. Yeah, we got, we got it's the hook, flashy hook. Yeah, just for people to just to go, uh oh, and then they go, okay. <laughs> well, I, that's I, my I, kind like of I music. Sang. Yeah, yeah. Like I like woes and I'm a very simple man. Look, and and it goes well with beer. So yeah. Yeah. Rick Ocasek, Rick Ocasek, not a great singer. Not- no, nobody, no, I don't think anybody's ever said Rick Ocasek's a great singer. <laughs> he's a great performer. Steve he's a, Perry. He's, he's a, Steve Perry's a great singer. Great singer. Steve Perry's you a know great who singer. Steve Perry is? Yeah. Yeah. I know who he is. Do you? I do. What's, who's, what? it, who's it, Kevin Cronin? That yes. Yeah, yes, okay. Kevin okay. Cronin. Yeah, he can sing. Yeah. He, 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 can, he can go a little Who's bit. the most overrated like performer out there or band Bon Jovi. Ah, oh, come on! No, right? No, Bon Jovi. Okay, right. No. Have you okay, seen he's him in old now. We can't sing, but no. he was great when he could. Have you seen him in concert? He was good. No. I saw no. him on oh PBA a couple years ago. He was, he was awesome. fire. Yeah, he was. He's bon Jovi, especially young Bon Jovi. Bon Jovi changed it for a lot. What about of Axl Rose? Great, Axl Rose. incredible singer. You saw, you saw him a few years ago. Yeah, yeah. incredible. But he was voice. struggling though, right? But he caught his second win, right? He's a little older. He's older. He's a good singer. Yeah, he's incredible when he's young. Yeah, yeah. You overrated, Billy right Joel. Overrated. No, Billy Joel's good too. No, I saw him. What are you? Talk- <laughs> yeah, if you haven't seen him, you can't he's say that to get person. Going. <laughs> what's what the is- What's the criteria of being overrated that they really what? can't sing? Yeah, yeah. I mean, but can you really tell somebody? Yes. I mean, if you're yes. not, if you know you're not Carl sing? Lewis or something. No, there's one really very obvious one. Smash Mouth cannot sing. I saw Smash Mouth one. It was the worst performance I think I've ever seen. Thank you. for He couldn't sing. No. Everything you've heard on a record from Smash Mouth is like is the most edited stuff probably ever because Thank that you. guy in concert can not sing. Thank you. Worse Jay. than Millie Vanilli? I don't know. I, I don't know. I've never seen him live, but this guy it was painful. I mean, it was painful. You've never him. seen what? <laughs> what you just say? I've never what seen, Millie, I've never yeah. seen <laughs> Millie Vanilli in concert. So no, in person, it's a band, Jake. <laughs> Wow. Them. <laughs> wow. Them. That means he lost all criteria and judge. Like, it's just like you're out of the, yeah, you're out of the conversation. No, no. Like Vanilli is you hands know. down the the, the, the biggest snowball in the music industry. Has to be, right? Like the biggest scam ever. The biggest scam yeah. ever. 
Well, no, because there were several. Because it was the same. Like the well, folks it started with Millie Vanilli yeah. and then it outed everybody else. Right? Yeah, yeah. Because they were using like, it the was same like three people. It was same, they were using the same three people to sing for like four bands. It was, <laughs> and they, it was like breaking news on CNN. It, it was, was big like, news. It was, it was like worldwide news about Millie yeah. Vanilli. They were over in Germany. This is before like it, this it is as day, the internet the was just yeah. blowing up. And it's yeah, two this guys is still dial, dial up, and you had five minutes before you got on. Right, and and somehow they were over in Germany performing. Yeah. And the, the the tape stuck. Uh-oh. Oh no! <laughs> and it just da, 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 and they're on stage just <laughs> dancing. <laughs> just dancing. Yeah. And you know, like on they're CNN just... <laughs> at like a six in the morning, and it's all grainy. Yeah. And that's what they showed. They You're were. Right. It was like it You're was right. like breaking news. Yeah. Right. I remember it. It was like breaking news about Millie Vanilli. <laughs> they got they got busted. Like they and they won like every award that yeah. year. Yeah. And then I mean, had to give them back. Oh, and it was just. No. And it, well, the it worst part was that they they tried to come back. And say that they actually were singing, but they didn't have but, the lemon but, juice and tea. Well, no, because <laughs> they had my, my they had these, was a little sore. They had accents. They had, they were these two black black dudes with accents, and they're like, "We can too sing." Like, <laughs> <laughs> I know you it right now. Off no, the palette, right. Like, right. Well, they did, and it was, and was terrible, terrible. Yeah. and it was amazing. It, yeah. was, <laughs> it was like a last ditch. It was a last ditch effort to get like. Some goodwill and it didn't. It has not worked out well. Uh, when was I, I wonder where they're at right now. Well, fat, one of them died. Oh, oh, fact, oh, that's I, I, yeah, one of them died. Man, like fifteen, twenty years ago. Uh, I think actually they may both both be dead. I know one of them is, and yeah. it was it was the other was well because they were fitness guys that yeah. somebody yeah. saw it, somebody saw them in a like at a gym working out to. You know Olivia or Jane Fonda's workout, oh, exactly. right? And they were out there in spandex and like calf high boots, and just they looked good. They had long dreadlocks. They were two you know dudes out there dancing. They had this the two dumbest dance moves in the history of mankind. Show them to me. Oh, they're horrible. They're horrible. One is like they're just like they look like <laughs> they're kicking their boots. It's like they're going down the yellow brick road. Yeah. Well, no, they look like uh, Oopa Loopas. Yeah. Right. And they're just <laughs> no. They're no. on stage, but they were like six three and like two twenty. Yeah. Right. You, Big dudes, and they're just doing this thing. And then they did like a run. They would run in place. Yeah. And then run towards each other and chest bump each other. I think they may have originated the air chest bump. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. But, but here's the deal. You know where they found them? They, they really found them. Some. Some producer, some rich, the producer from the CC Music Factory was was on a (laughs) was on a cruise, you know, out there in the Caribbean, and they were the performers, probably still hold up at the bar. Yep, had about you know ten cognacs, and was like, you know what, I could really bamboozle people to get these guys. And you know what, how much do you do you really like going around and and being on a cruise ship, or do you want to fly private? And we all you need is two years. That's pretty amazing. People will just bite on it. They and were it, number. They were number one in yeah, the world. everywhere, though. That has they to were be number world. one in Europe and then number one in the United. I mean, they were they were like worldwide phenomenal. MTV did that to us. Like yeah. MTV, they, I don't know if it, it was MTV or VH1, but I, I think it was MTV or it was both. 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 We should do a class action lawsuit against. Oh, it was, BET it, it, was it, in there too. It, it, BET was, bid on it. BET. Yeah, everybody. Oh, did. It was ter- Jake. Oh, Jake. It was. It was spectacular. What year are we talking about? Yeah, eighty. Jake, you were alive then. No, I wasn't. I was not alive in eighties. Eighties. Alive in You were born in ninety one. Yeah, eighties. Are you serious? Yeah, thirty one years old, man. These are the children of the eighties. Yeah, I like 80s music. I like 70s music. Oh, no, no, you know the song. I was born in the wrong era. Yeah, you were. You were born in 91? Yep. Isn't that incredible? That means you were like three and a half when I got here? (laughs) So, (laughs) 
Hold on That's here. Right, he was. So, Ninety-four years. I was well, like, so girl, you know it's true. So they were from. They were actually from Munich, Germany. Okay. And girl, you know it's true. Yeah. That's a. That was so a big fa- one. Fab and Rob. I'm sorry, Jay. I'm Thirty-one <laughs> years old, man. Fab and Rob. I gotta give you some more slack. You know, Thank girl, you, you know it's true. Oh. Oh, you, I know. Yeah, you yeah. hear it. So you know, Rob, I wonder Rob died in. Though. Rob died in 1998. Oh. Dang, at the age of 32. At the age of 32. And Fab. Somebody poisoned him. Fab is still alive, living in Paris, France. Okay. Kicking it. So you had two. And you're getting a check every month because you used to. Like when Casey Kasem used to be be, uh, playing. Remember Casey Kasem? Yeah, absolutely. He would be playing. So, so like, they get paid, like. They still get check, like, royalty? I'm sure. DP, you know about that? Yeah, well, <laughs> doesn't it come like years after? Well, but here, here's the problem because they didn't write or perform it. I mean, I'm sure they made like a penny every time, well, but that's well, pretty big though for them. I don't think they did. I think they stepped down and lost all of it because the producers were the two guys who, who also produced CC Music Factory, and they were legit, and they were legit and took all the money, all the money. Um, but he's, there you go, Jake. He, when he's you come out, out with your first album, you got to make sure you What's get my all your roles. Uh, so I don't know. It was what was your album? Yeah, what's my album? What's, what's it called? Okay, what's so, my band so here, here's, here's, I have here's where it is. So they were free, um, Jake and the Bogey Makers. People, <laughs> I like that one. Yeah, you like yeah, that? Yeah, I like that. It's not that bad. Yeah. They Sing about your days on the on the 18th tracks. Whole no, one my always. Issues, my issues right. on the golf course. Yeah. No, just yeah, just about your day. So Charles Charles, John Davis, and Brad Howell. Howell actually sang the songs but because fab and rob were marketable so did those three get the money those three got the money but also they were they they spent 10 years in banishment because they lied to the academy and lied to the association uh so how do you pull that off it's It's remarkable in business deloitte sees two approaches to innovation People who look at the new technologies and changes swirling around them and wonder what's possible. And people who use cloud to engineer it. Creating new revenue with industry cloud platforms. Optimizing costs through multi-cloud adoption. And adopting technologies from AI to edge. Join the innovators. Start at Deloitte.com slash US slash cloud. And get the end-to-end services you need to get the cloud value you expect. Deloitte. If you think about it. It is, and you, once you wouldn't, wouldn't, but, but if, you you got to believe it so much that you, you, I mean, it just becomes who you are. Yeah, like they really, I, I imagine at some point in time, they had probably lip synced so good they really probably thought they were singing. Yeah. right. They I believe would think so. when you think, they believed the lie. I mean, Jake, we've all we've it. all heard. That, that, I think there was a time who was it, Mariah Carey or something Ashley that was Simpson did Ashley. Ashley somebody was, was singing on like Saturday night. Yep. One of those. Ashley you know, Simpson. Oh, it was Ashley. And, it was yeah. yeah. Ashley and it cut off, and then it was oh. Yeah, and was, she just was, sat there. Same thing just, happened. She just froze. Yeah, because yeah. she wasn't actually singing. And I'm sure. I'm sure. Look, I could never. I listen here. My daughters would tell you. They cringe every time I try to, you know, sing some Mike Jackson, Mike Jackson, or really? something. I mean, you can't it's, sing it out right now. Come on, it's it's whole, oh, you I can't, can't sing. My aunt told me you can't even hum good. Like you know, she's like you. You have ouch. no ouch. But, from your but aunt? that's painful. Ouch, man. But here's the deal: all my uncles and all them could. Sing. Oh, they man. all could. Like my dad can sing. Yeah. My uncles all could. You know, because that's you know you grew up doing it. That's yeah. not me. You can't. But hum. I imagine, you know, for a performer like that, that's whether it's 
you know, Prince or whatever. I mean, I'm sure if you're going on the road and, you know, you're flying, I'm sure your vocals are jacked up. Sometimes, it, you know, you probably weigh the option. Okay, I'm on Saturday Night Live or Dave Letterman and I got to do a song. Is it really worth exposing, you know, I don't know, what is it? Vocal well, issues well, and stuff. It, it or, used and, to be. and I got to be on the road here in a week and I'm getting paid. What do you get paid? You know, probably a cu- per con- what, couple hundred thousand, I'm yeah. sure, you know. You got to weigh your options. So, like, you know what? Let's hit the audio tape. And whoever didn't, you know, audio it right probably just lost a job. All you had to do was push play and make sure it played. I mean, I would be pushing play. I would be playing that song a hundred times to make sure that it, it went was, off for those two minutes. Right. Right? <laughs> you can't have your little little cassette tape. You remember when you had the cassette tapes and you had to put uh, yes. the pencil in there? You can't have that. <laughs> You remember that? What do you mean when you had to when it when it would when, get all jacked? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. When you be when you yeah. be ready to jam for a basketball yeah. game, and yeah. Boom, 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 yeah. Then, you, then you had to get. Hey, you got a pencil. Was there anything you got worse than that sound of having your tape getting eaten yeah. alive? Right. Your Set favorite tape. tapes getting eaten and alive by your car, yeah. and you're just going, oh, <laughs> no. right, oh yeah, yeah. And, and sometimes so, you knew it was done. You knew it was yeah because you couldn't get it back. There's no way. It's not coming back. And there's some guys in my high school that knew how to fix them real good. I wasn't one of them. I was like, man. Yeah, but those I are the dudes that would would rob your car later. I gotta they, go. They, I gotta go and they try take to... your stereo. Yeah. <laughs> cassette tapes. Eight track cassette. Eight track. I'm still cassette I'm still dumbfounded tapes. that Jake was three and a half years old when I was here. Here's a player. Here's a player. What you started here as a player? Yeah, we did ninety four. Ninety four. You were three. Three and a half probably. I was seven when you left. I won my first national championship when you were four. You probably patted little Jake on the head <laughs> yeah, at Memorial State. Little Q-tip. Right. You probably patted. He came Q-tip. to the game and you were like, Q-tip. Boop, Q-tip. Boop. Q-tip. Hey, you, you know what would be funny if, 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 say, he came to, like, what is it, Husker Fan Day or whatever, yeah. and I had a picture with Jake. <laughs> you, know, like, well, you know, like, hey, will you take a picture with my kid? So Here's little, little Jake. No, I don't have that picture. So You'd be calling me Uncle Jake. <laughs> that would be Uncle so good. Jake. I was probably booing you at a football game. Wow. Why are you winning? I was a Dolphins fan and he was a Bills player. That's why. Did you always – I mean, so when I was in Buffalo, so you yeah, were like seven, eight years old. Yeah, Dolphins fan. I was rooting against you, man. Jake, I have from a question for you. The very I, beginning? I have a like, question what, for what you. possessed you to be a my Dolphins dad, fan? My dad's a Dolphins fan. Uh, but this oh. leads to the question. Okay, so you're yeah. a Dolphins fan. Yeah. Super Dolphins fan. You're not just life. limited, right? It's been a terrible life. 1972, perfect season. Wasn't right? alive. Wasn't there. Well, but do you know anything yeah, about oh, this? Oh, he knows oh, all okay. about that. Oh, yeah. Who led that team in touchdown catches? Paul Warfield, maybe? You sure? I must my guess. It's a good guess. 1972? 1972. I, mean, got, I, I, know, I can't was, imagine. It's you know, got, it was Mercury Mars. No, it was Marlon Briscoe. Briscoe. Oh, Marlon. Omaha's. Omaha's. Was it Omaha Tech? Omaha South? Yeah. Omaha South's Marlon Briscoe. Text line. See, I'm here for you. I'm here for you. I'm here for you. Marlon Briscoe's high school. No, that's Johnny Rogers that went to Omaha Tech. Yeah. He definitely went. Yeah, they were all and Gale him, Sayers Ron too. Boone, Bob Gibson. They Where were all. Where did Gale Sayers go? Is he? Omaha. Ah, uh, uh, Central. I don't know exactly they, where Sayers they can't, went. What they call Gale Sayers? The Kansas Comet? Kansas Probably. Kansas so you brought up Marlon Briscoe. Why? Mm-hmm. Well, he, passed he passed away passed yesterday, right? Yeah. 76 years Marlon. So Marlon. So when I was in Utah, Ron Boone was my, was my guy. That was who I did my show with. Omaha. And he would always bring in. All the Omaha guys, and it just kept amazing me how like he's like, yeah, I got one of my dudes coming in, and it, oh, Gale Sayers, what? Hey, give me a heads up, bro! <laughs> yeah. Like, give me a heads up. A Come on, here. Booner! Like, what are you doing? Um, but Marlon Briscoe came through, and Marlon, 
man, that first of all, he's tough. Super tough for what he went through in the league. Oh, yeah, yeah that's more than tough. That's Three, just – 3,000 <laughs> yards total offense in five games as a starter. Like, uh, 14 touchdown passes, I want to say seven rushing touchdowns. Might, might have been four. But I think he had, like, he had over 15 touchdowns in five starts. Um, 3,000 yards total offense. Like, his, his, his rookie passing record still stand for the Broncos. And he couldn't get the job. Like, they brought in somebody else who was a lesser than. And then he'd say, okay, well, I'm going to go play wide receiver. And, oh, yeah, I'm going to win two Super Bowls. And I'm going to be as good as anybody that ever did it. And, and, and. Now, he went through his troubles in life. Um, I'm friends with his, with, his, with his first ex-wife. And we would hang out. And it was just like, wow, okay. So, funny dude, the magician. The magician. The For magician. you high school kids out there, Marlon Briscoe. Ends up being in the Broncos Hall of Fame. Famous player. He might not be in the NFL Hall of Fame, but he's a Hall of Fame type of player and had a, uh, you know, impact on the the game that you're hoping to play, you know, in, I guess in college. So, again, I'm going to keep saying this, okay? Whether you want to call it shots over the bow or just some friendly advice, okay, for people that are getting recruited and for the parents out there. Be able to play more than one position, okay? Because okay, because Warren Sapp was a defensive or was a tight end. Tight end. Chuck Foreman was a tight end and defensive tackle, uh, so forth and so on. I mean, I was a running back. Su- yeah, There's running safety. back. Yeah, say well, I played three games at, huh. at. I only played three games of defense in high school, huh. and end up you know open minded enough to. And the reality of seeing Lawrence Phillips and, and he knowing he was a freshman, I wasn't stupid. I mean, I watched the guy and I was like, you know what? This dude, okay, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm good. But this dude here <laughs> playing against uh, like Florida State yeah. at, and he's just a year older yeah, than me, yeah. uh, negative. Goes rider, that pattern's full. And I'm definitely not rolling around on the ground. No matter how much I like somebody, I'm not chop blocking or stock blocking and doing all this for 20 catches. So I got to figure out something else. So. You know, for for these kids out there, you know, I think, and 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 I think it's now whether it's seven on seven, we can get it. We could probably have, uh, I don't know how many hours of of we could go eight hours straight talking about where it comes from, but it's still individual choice because if you love football, you love football. There is a funny thing about the NBA draft, right? About the Portland Trailblazers, and this is how small minded decision makers can be, but how small minded some people can be when they're making a decision. Portland Trailblazers have Clyde Drexler. Okay. Hey, we got a wing. We're not going to draft Michael Jordan. We're going to draft Sam Bowie. Michael Jordan couldn't be your two guard. Michael Jordan could be your point guard. Clyde Drexler couldn't be your small four. Mm-hmm. You would have a literally two modern-day era players playing in Portland. But you said, you know what? We already got a wing. And here's the best of all time oh, that comes God. in. I mean, just think oh, of the guy God. that made that decision. Yeah. Oh, we already got a wing. Oh, we don't need another two. We don't need a two guard. Oh, God forbid. We already it, got a win. It was Marlon Briscoe leaving, leaving Denver, going to Buffalo. Right? Yeah. He goes as a, he, he makes He's legendary in Buffalo. Is right. It, well, oh, yeah. But but he goes to Buffalo, and Jack Kemp is the quarterback, who's the established star. Uh, I forget who the number two was, but the number three is James Harris. Yep. Who? Jack Harris. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Six was, six six four, two hundred and fifteen pound yeah. black quarterback as well. So he's like, well, listen. Okay, well, the black quarterback thing ain't an issue here. So if I want to play, I need to go play yeah. wide receiver. Shaq Harris was it was really uh, he was really good to me um, 
for the simple fact that he knew my dad and knew my uncle Larry, who went to Norfolk State. Mm-hmm. So it's the HBCU. So as I was kind of going through the process and through free agency, and I'd run into him because he was uh, he was with Ozzy in Baltimore. Mm-hmm. I'd see him all the time when mm-hmm. I'd be back in Frederick and go down to Baltimore, and yep. we just run into each other. But as but then as when I got to Buffalo, you hear about Marlon Briscoe. Now, granted, I went to Nebraska. The fact that you know Buffalo's like anybody from Nebraska, they just kind of put you together. And they, you know, when you go around town, they talk about Marlon Briscoe mm-hmm. and you know the the impact that he had when he was there. Um, and and so you know, look, man, it's I mean, it's James still- Harris was 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 phenomenal. I mean, most like most people think of him with the Rams, right? When he took them to the NFC Championship two two yeah. out of three years, yeah. and then before they went to Pat Hayden, yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. But Harris was, I mean, play Freddie Robinson and yeah. Grambling. Uh, when you talk about black quarterbacks getting the Marlon Briscoe, James Harris, are and the, James Gilliam. Uh, are are the three godfathers that, that but Doug Williams took it to he got the I won't say the credit for it, but he took it to the maximum Jefferson Jefferson Street Joe Gilliam. because that was with the Steelers who actually beat out Terry, Terry Bradshaw, Bradshaw three years in a row but he just had <laughs> like, some issues yeah he just couldn't get it right Terry, off the and field. you know what, and I'll give Terry Bradshaw credit Terry Bradshaw will tell you like in the if you're like having a beer with him mm. he'll tell you he was better the other guy was better than him who was the other guy. Joe, Jefferson Street, Joe Gillum. Joe Gillum. Joe Gillum. Joe but Gillum from some, Tennessee State. Just had some issues. Uh, yeah, he just couldn't, yeah, yeah, couldn't, he could, couldn't I mean, get right. Couldn't. Yeah, he just he couldn't stay off the streets. Mm-hmm. But he beat out Bradshaw. Three years uh, in a Bra- row. Bradshaw and Terry Hanrat. Yeah. And Terry Hanrat. And like, the players that like that played with him, like I remember Donnie Shell and Mel Blunt. And uh, um, Donnie Shell worked for the Panthers, and he did I a lot of stuff with the uh, NFLPA. So you always, you know, you talk to him, and then uh, Mel Blunt, they would, they would tell you. Jefferson yeah. Street Row was, I mean, Chuck Blunt no, Chuck was a no. safety a corner. Was he a corner? And well, he, he started as a corner and yeah. played it so well that they changed the rules because nobody oh. could. They, they thought it was unfair for you to have to beat Mel Blunt and his forearm one on one, and then the Steelers moved him to safety, and he then became the best safety in him football. Him and Donnie Shell, yeah. yeah, but dude, but like I'm a decent sized dude. Mel Blunt's bigger than me, and he wears a 50-gallon cowboy hat. I, I remember meeting him. His cowboy hat is so big. It's so – I mean, I don't know where – it must be, like, custom-made. It's, like, out here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, yeah. It's outrageously big. Huh? Yeah, it's outrageous. And, and the greatest collection uh, – for, for any for any black dude I've ever known, the greatest collection of cowboy boots. Is oh, yeah. Right? So is he a Texan? Uh, no, well, Mel Blunt, just – he was his own He's human. his own – He was his own human. He in Pittsburgh wearing cowboy boots and, and – Ten gallon hats and he's bald. Had a big old belt buckle all the time. He has a, 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 a he fit a, in the brass. He dips a little bit. Yeah, he he be yeah, in there with a nice little. What do you, what do you guys call that? A chew or whatever. But you sit there in that chew. big old thing in your mouth. Yeah, chew, right, chew, and and the the, the largest hands I, I've yeah. ever seen. Mel Blunt. Mel Blunt would put his hand, he put his hands on. You shake his hand, and you just go. Okay, there you go, Jake. Okay, with okay. my, my hand, like, okay, Jake. It'd be good. Good. Good uh, Google uh, education for you. Mel Blunt. Mel Blunt hands. I know how to spell Blunt. Blunt. I know the And name. that's why he was the, the dude, because his last name was Blunt. Yes. Well, that whole bump, the, the bump and Blunt. run, the bump and run, Sip. the physicality okay. of, I, you I, have of the a dip. six foot I got, four. I have my Blunt. I got you. I got Blunts. You. Right. All right. So, Hydroglyphics. Okay, got it. Swisher Sweets. Yes. Do you ever had a Swisher Sweet? Yeah, I used to smoke them, chain smoke them. Oh, well. I used to chain smoke. Uh, I had to quit. You did? 
Yeah, I, yeah. I couldn't start my truck without having one. Right. Wow, Jake, we're gonna get you. I got Millie, one for you, Milli Vanilli. Right the, the top of videos. my truck was brown. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I got a better Swiss sweet for you. Yes, I do. You know what I mean? Yes, I know what you mean. Right, I guys. did. I did have the best experience at the Shell Station last night. Save it. We'll save it. Yeah, for save it. it for old school. These young yeah. kids are just. Yeah. They out there, boy. Yeah, let's, we'll, we'll, save we'll, it. we'll open. Yeah. Oh, you got a lot of old school, school we'll, coming we'll, up. We'll, yeah, we'll, we'll open that. We'll start at the Shell Station. Old school is next. For Steve Simple, I'm Jake Sorensen. See you. Thank you, Jake. Ever wonder what separates cloud innovators? Find out. Download the Deloitte U.S. Future of Cloud Survey Report. Closing the cloud strategy, technology, and innovation gap at Deloitte.com slash U.S. slash cloud survey. Deloitte.